Welcome to the Family Alpha Podcast, a place where men, families, and the truth have a voice. The information shared on this podcast is meant to be applied. Now, here's your host, Zach Small, founder of thefamilyalpha.com and co-founder of thefraternityofexcellence.com. Let's get to work. Welcome to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast, the first podcast of 2021. I'm very excited to kick off this new year with the rest of you. I'm sure a lot of you have your goals. You know, you're hitting this with momentum going forward, eyes forward, shoulders back, ready to get after it and make this year your year. The running joke was 2020 was horrible. It was the worst. And, you know, that really wasn't my experience. So I did as best I could last night, you know, on New Year's Eve to push against that narrative. That last year was the worst year. You know, I had a great year. And while I know, you know, travel, there were issues there, running your business, trying to keep your children, you know, on schedule with Zooms, virtual learning, at-home learning, you know, I understand that a lot was kind of thrown in our face. A lot of obstacles were thrown in our way. And in some cases, some grenades. People's businesses were shut down. People, uh, their jobs laid them off. You know, it was an eventful year for many. But the way I look at it, is 2020 highlighted the areas we were struggling. It highlighted weaknesses that we had. And therefore we can see in 2021 where we need to do our work. Now, last night I shared two years ago in 2019, I was at this moment. You know, 2020 was a great year for me, but 2020 or 2019, that one was rough. So I shared a post, I shared a video about how I literally put myself into the ER because I was so stressed out. I wasn't eating right. I was drinking booze. I was in a bad spot and I turned it around to make, you know, I crushed it in 2020. I had a great year, but a large part of my success is because I reached out and other people reached out to me. And one of those men is my first guest for the new year. And that's Phil Foster, Phil Foster single-handedly. And he may, you know, brush this off, but is the one individual who kind of reached out, threw me a rope and said, grab this. We're getting out of this hole. And that changed my life forever. And I wanted to bring that to the table to start this new year because he's now offering that service to the world. He's bringing his training, his nutrition, his hormone understanding and protocol. All of that is coming out publicly with a new resource that he's creating. And this man who is a carpenter, you know, a remodeler, we're going to dive into everything he does later in the episode, but this guy changed my life for the better forever. And doing so, it allowed me to help other men. It allowed me to be a better leader for my family, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, I was able to turn it all around. And again, I was sitting in the ER because I thought I was going to have a freaking heart attack. And I think there are a lot of men and a lot of women too, who can relate to those stresses coming out of 2020. So let's work together. You know, stay tuned. We're going to pick Phil's brain a little bit to see what he has going on. But Phil, welcome to the show. Welcome to the new year. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me on the Family Alpha podcast. I really appreciate this opportunity to share with the world. No, absolutely. I was telling you, once you decided to come out with this, I was going to be that launch pad and get everybody because I'm obviously a living proof the system works. But before we dive into the training, nutrition, and you know, the the nuts and bolts of it all, how was your New Year's? How was your 2020? Well, we all know how 2020 was, right? <laughs> it, <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely uh, an interesting year for sure. Um, and I agree with you on a lot of respects that you had it showed a lot of weaknesses and where the cracks were in the foundation, so to speak. Um, It was a very successful year for my businesses, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, We didn't suffer as bad as what most people have over this last year. 
we did very good. Our numbers were great. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, segueing into 2021, it's allowed me this opportunity to start this uh, secondary revenue stream and slowly move away from uh, construction and building and into fitness and hormones. Now, for as long as I've known you, you've been the carpenter. You know, you've been building homes, you've sent some of the projects, you know, beautiful works of art. What's pulling you towards this new endeavor? Is it just another goal in life? Did you get the addiction with the training? It really hooked you in and, you know, you love the the building yourself to be the best you can be. You know, why are we leaving a successful business to go down this path? You know, that's a really good question. And I will say this, um, I've been in this industry since 1992. I'm a little bit older than a lot of folks out there. And uh, I will tell you that it can be a rat race at times. Uh, there's a lot of lean times. There's a lot of really good times though as well. Um, I think when I changed my life path, see, I was in a similar situation as you were. Um, I don't know if you saw my speech at the 21 convention this past year, but um there was a time in my life when I was very sick with alcohol, uh, overeating and everything like that. And a lot of it was stress related. And um, I started training and dialing in my hormones and, and it's like this light came on. And, and I said to myself, you know, there's more to life than just grinding all the time. You know, I got into bodybuilding. I got into fitness, nutrition. I've went to school for that now. I'm now licensed in nutrition, advanced training techniques, advanced bodybuilding techniques, corrective exercise. So people injure themselves. I'm, I'm also licensed in that as well. Um, <clears throat> and I think the big shift moving away from construction and building is this is what I really love. I really love watching people change their life for the better because we all get stuck in these ruts, right? It, we just put these blinders on and we just keep going. And before you know it, we're overweight, we're sick, we're, we're alcoholic, we're whatever, we're drug addled. It doesn't matter what it can be. Um, and we accept that. And when people really start to take a little bit of self-pride in themselves and believe that they can actually change and then find that change within themselves. Man, what a gift that is for me just to even be a part of. And it started with training my wife. And from there, I've trained other folks. And it's it's interesting to me that, um, you know, to walk away from a very successful business to start this business, is it's a little bit scary. I'll be honest with you, Zach. But uh it's, it's a, it's a true gift. And that's, I think one of the driving forces for me to uh, really take off in that direction and do this. You said something that stuck out, you know, you're talking about how people just accept it. You know, you just accept, well, this is where you're at. And I think that's a lot of the people we're speaking to right now, you know, and that, that's certainly how I ended up there. You know, I was successful. I had started the family alpha. I had these, I was giving speeches all of a sudden, you know, I'm this guy, I'm getting, you know, a lot of followers and you start like, all right, cool. Like life's going in my direction. And all of a sudden, like one workout's missed for a blog post. The next workout is missed so I can do this podcast, you know, and all of a sudden I'm going to eat a little bit more. Well, I'm going to drink a little bit more to celebrate. You know, it was a, a great month, you know, we highest revenue this month, you know, let's go celebrate. And it's, 
you don't realize, but all these steps off the course, you know, months and months later, you find yourself stressed out, overweight, you know, all of a sudden you made fun of people who were like, oh, I'm depressed and anxious. And you're like, I think I feel what they feel. You know, I've got that like that crazy screw tightening in my head. I don't know what it is. I think a lot of parents, a lot of even uh, people who aren't, you know, leading children and things of that way, you know, younger individuals who are getting after it in their career or growing up in this society are, are now looking back, especially with the new year, which offers a great, you know, reflection opportunity. And they're wondering, like, I'm overweight. Like, what? how, how did I get here? So was there a defining moment? Because I did see that before photo from 21Con. And I I never knew that was Phil Foster before I met you. You know, but what was the light bulb for you? So th- before, you know, training the wife, how did it just really click? And you're like, you know what? I'm done living like this. I'm going to start pursuing something. And, and where did you start when you <clears throat> did start to turn it around? You know, it's interesting. That's a, uh, what happened was I was previously married and uh, that previous marriage was a very poisonous marriage. And I was a really, really healthy guy. I was really, I was in great shape. You know, I mean, let's face it, you know, I'm on the job all the time. I'm dragging stuff around. I was not alcoholic. I wasn't drug addled. I wasn't food addled is what I like to call it. Um, I was a healthy guy. And uh, through all the stress and the things that I went through with my, my previous wife, um, that caused a lot of emotion inside of me that triggered my drinking. And especially when the divorce started, when I filed for divorce from her, I became a, a severe alcoholic. In, in 2009, I was going through a divorce. I was going through a lawsuit and a state audit all at one time. A lot of pressure. So I can, I can understand where you're coming from when you say you felt stressed out and you could kind of feel that screw tightening. And, you know, we, we coax ourselves with alcohol. You know, it numbs it. So it wasn't anything for me to go to work all day, come home and hit the wild turkey, three, four, five drinks, and up till one, two in the morning drinking and doing paperwork. Um, food, poor food choices and whatnot. So the light bulb for me was <clears throat> when my doctor said, hey, man, you're pre-diabetic. And you're overweight. So I went from, I ballooned from like 175 up to 220 in the the time span of less than two years. And they checked my hormones and my testosterone was in like the 300s. Basically womanized, almost feminized. (laughs) So um, I went through the process and she the doctor at the time, she'd said, okay, so we're going to start you on some therapeutic testosterone. I need you to get in the gym. We're going to clean up your diet. And within six months, uh, that pre-diabetes started going away because I laid the booze down. Um, my eating habits changed because I quit drinking the booze. And my hormone levels changed, which enabled me to have the proper fuel, so to speak, to get in the gym and, and start working on myself. And... Um, it took about three years, almost four years to chisel it off what I put on and two. And uh, that was the light. That was the light switch for me though. when she said, look, you know, you're, you're a young guy. You shouldn't be this sick. You straighten up. You're going to be dead. During this time, did, wh- while you were going, so let's say those two to three years, did you have like a dietitian, a trainer, or were you just figuring this out yourself? 
So my hormone doctor, actually, she was a competitive bodybuilder, believe Damn. it or not. Okay. So, yeah. So her name was Jessica. I'll never forget that gal. She was awesome. Uh, she's like, here, this is, this is a good plan for you. And she kind of laid some things out. She goes, I don't care what you do. You need to get your butt in the gym every day, seven days a week. You need to start working out. And that's counterintuitive to a lot of things we all hear on the internet. Oh, you only need to train three or four days a week. But what she was doing was changing my mindset. She was saying, okay, this boy's addicted to alcohol. He's addicted to food. Uh, let's get him addicted to the iron. And it worked. It's crazy. It sucked at first. But then that repetitive behavior became habit. You know, I was at the gym every morning at 6.30 a.m. lifting. I was I was fat, beat up, <laughs> but I was I was still putting in the work, and uh, I stuck with it, and that's and that's really what it did. What what happened for me right there was that's where the change happened. Well, it paid off. <laughs> I mean, knowing you now, when we met, and and you know we met up several times in person, and each time I'm like, God damn, like the body you have built and crafted, it's impressive. You know, and I'm, it's not impressive at your age. It's not impressive for for your situation. No, it's just objectively impressive. And people who see you now, you know, if they see the photos, you know, like the, the jacked photos, they're not ever going to think that's where you came from. Man, but I think that does a disservice to themselves because they tell themselves, I'll never be like that. I can't do what he did. So I kind of want to start, you know, at the foundation to build our way up. So when people hear hormones, you know, you said that that really helped you. You got yourself checked. You're pretty much the hormone guy. And again, you know, we, we can share my story a little bit into this. But for right now, for you, what is the biggest misconception around hormones? Because when I hear people talk to me about hormones or they say they're, they're, they don't want to get into it, it's because they think it's steroids. Hormones equals steroids. Testosterone, steroids. Uh, checking your hormone panel and, and supplementing cheating. Yeah. How did we get to the point where we'll take pills for, for diabetes, let's say, or we'll take shots for diabetes and that's okay. But if you go to take shots to keep yourself at optimal levels, we view that different than taking a vitamin. Somehow that's become a bad thing with your journey and with what you've learned and with what you're delivering through hormone, you know, your, your, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it the protocol, I guess, you know, how did you start with hormones and then how do you think other people are going to find their way to seeing this boom? Cause I do think the market's going to boom. Yes. A um, couple of things right there. So you're absolutely right. There's a correlation between TRT and, and steroids. Yes, they are bo- both xenogenous testosterone. Now the misconception number one is the amount of testosterone you're injecting into your body is therapeutic when you're on TRT And when you're doing steroids, it's like five times the amount, 10 times the amount for some folks. Uh, A lot of people say, oh, well, you're not natural if you're not, if you're doing TRT. And, and that's their opinion. And that's fine. I will, I will say that I, I will agree with that. You aren't natural anymore because you are no longer producing the optimal testosterone that your body needs to function and and operate properly. So you're introducing that testosterone xenogenously through TRT injections, gel, or what have you. Um, So why why testosterone? What, what in our, why is our testosterone level so low now? Well, that's, that's a really good question as well. 
So let's let's take let's take several factors. Our environment. So the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink, stress, lack of sleep. This whole system that we're all caught up in to make money, to survive when real or make or pay the bills or stack cash or whatever, it, it robs us of all the things that we need to actually be healthy individuals. Um, testosterone levels have been falling for decades. Every year it falls a little bit more in the, in the American male, in the Western male, as a matter of fact. Um, when you introduce poor food choices, lack of sleep, uh, chemicals, alcohol, all these things that are constantly bomb- bar- bombarding your intragrind system, what happens is, is it just it starts robbing you. Your body can't keep up. So you find yourself low T. <laughs> so one of the things that really blows my mind in this discussion, and I've never thought this way, you know, I, I, I view testosterone as like a vitamin. If you have low T, and I, I would love to talk to you about what those signs and symptoms are, but if you have low T, you take, you know, your medicine and it gets you to normal level. How is that different than saying you don't get enough vitamin D or vitamin A or vitamin C and you take this vitamin? You're trying to get yourself up to a level because you know that's where your body optimally operates. Yeah. When it comes to T, though, like I said, it's got this, this bad juju around it. But let's talk about some of the signs and symptoms and maybe we can start to peel the layer back and be like, well, maybe this isn't a bad thing if we can help men get over all these things they're facing. So what does low T look like in men? Well, low T for men is it's real simple. You got low sex drive, first and foremost. Um, You have low drive in general to pursue things that make you happy. Uh, Depression, anxiety, how would, how could I say this? Um, you might have, you might be suffering certain health problems because your hormones control everything. They are the control center for the human body. Um, so your, your rhythmic rate could be off. Um, you could have cholesterol issues. You could have, there's a bazillion different issues that you can have with having low T, but some of the, the, the key ones would be depression, lack of motivation, lack of drive, lack of self-worth. It's interesting, you know, testosterone is called man juice for a reason. The man juice is xenogenesis. Basically, it's basically what makes you a man. And when you, when you lack it and you're overweight and your hormones get out of whack, your testosterone goes high, you become feminized. So you have low drive. You become passive. You are no longer that uh, that man anymore. You are more of a, oh, it's okay. I'll look the other way kind of person. And that's not how the American man, the Western man, or any man for that fact, needs to live. You know, it's doing what I do. You know, I come across, I have this message. You can hear it in my voice now. And I understand now how that impacts others. When I speak from the chest, they listen. You know, they're like, oh, this guy has something to say. Why is he speaking louder? And I found that a lot of people, you know, I, I would try to get that fire inside them. I try to inspire and get these men to take action. And, and you've seen it, you know, through our interactions within FOE, on Twitter, you know, things like that. And some of the men just, 
it never clicked. And I always thought there was something wrong with me. You know, I was like, my message isn't the right message they need to hear, or maybe I didn't say it the right way. But I came to realize by more in-person interactions with others that a lot of the, they're not able to, to generate that, that fire within. And I think a lot of men listening right now, you know, they're, they're stuck and they're, they're like, I don't know why I am the way I am. I don't know why I can't drop this weight. I don't know why I can't stay motivated, disciplined to the gym, you know, and a lot of them don't have a doctor or anyone in their life saying, why don't you go get your hormones checked? Why do you think that is? Why, why are doc like professional medical doctors? A lot of them, they're not running these tests that you're, you're, you're helped change your life, you know, certainly helped change mine, but these men are going to the doctor and they're like, Oh, you know, walk on the treadmill for, whatever, or go for a walk outside. And none of them are looking at their T levels. None of them are looking at their other levels. Why is that? Well, let's go a little, let's go down the rabbit hole a little bit here. Um, Low T men are easier to control. The system can control you easier when you're passive. It's kind of like what we experienced in 2021 with this whole virus situation and, oh, stay in your home, wear the mask, all these things the passivity of men. So it's basically, they don't want you to have your voice. They want you to assimilate. And I know that seems a little diabolical. Um, Another issue I would say with the healthcare professionals is they just really don't know. When you go to a general practitioner, they're kind of, they're kind of like a part swapper, if you would call certain mechanics you know, some mechanics, they know you can, you can take your vehicle there and they're going to say, okay, I can hear this noise. And this is exactly what the problem is. And then you have some mechanics that you take your vehicle to, and he's going to throw parts at parts at it until he fixes it. That's what most general practitioners are. If they keep you sick, you keep coming back, which means money keeps going in their bank, which means mama can still drive the Escalade. And that is the big point that I would like to make is um, having low testosterone is completely fixable and it's very affordable, extremely affordable. As a matter of fact, less than 30 bucks a week. It's crazy. Um, Another issue I would say that you would encounter is uh, insurance companies. Insurance companies don't like to pay for it. Or if they do, they want to control the level to which you are therapeutically treated. They want to keep your levels low. Passivity. Let's keep them under control. You know, it's people will hear that. Not all. I think a lot of people are waking up to this, to be honest. But a few of them will say, oh, here's another one of those. The world's against the man trying to keep him down. And they'll, they'll just write you off. But there's too many examples. I just think there's too much evidence of this being the case. You know, there's too many young men who are have no ambition whatsoever. You know, there are too many fathers who are on the sidelines that can't keep up with their children. There are too many parents together who are raising children in an environment that's causing them to have lower life expectancies than their parents. You know, there's too much evidence as to this being the, the case that you can't simply write it off anymore. You know, and I want to say, you know, these guys who don't have that fire, they're struggling to get it. You know, the worst case, the absolute worst case, if you were to get your hormones checked, is that you'll know. At least you'll know where you are. And is that where you start with men? Or And so let me clarify right now. Do you train men and women? Absolutely. Okay. 
when and do you start or would you start a man and a woman with getting their hormones checked is that like Absolutely. the baseline that was going to tee off into that as well you know to kind of pivot on what you had mentioned about uh you know here we are here's another guy talking about you know oh the the world's against the man i would also caution that most women in this world suffer from a hormonal imbalance and once again it's environment related stress related food related everything that's our endocrine systems are constantly under attack from every angle. And our, our system just isn't designed to deal with what we're facing as, as human beings anymore. Now, a hundred years ago, you know, your great grandpa's T levels were like five times what yours are now. And there's a reason for that. All natural food, fresh air, clean water, worked hard, you know, <laughs> <laughs> All the things we no longer have. Modern living yes, is great. <laughs> oh man. It's almost depressing. Like we laugh, but it's like also sad. <laughs> like a lot it of people is. live in climate controlled house. They go to their climate controlled car, to their climate controlled job, rinse, wash, repeat, die. Yes. And it's it's just redundancy without progress. Yeah, keep but, you comfortable. You know, we could we could go on the path of, you know, things that are more evidence against men, you know, from the school system, holding boys down, trying to repress their competitiveness, aggressiveness, uh, no fighting, share your feelings. There's a lot, a lot down that rabbit hole as to examples of just anti-masculine messages. But I'm glad you brought up women too, because sometimes as men, we get so caught up on that path of, you know, helping our brothers, helping fathers, helping sons, you know, all these things, because we're men and we get that. But women are getting impacted as well, you know, and I... I'm married. I have a daughter. So I got both sides. I've got an adult woman and I've got a young lady I'm raising in my life. And I see the messages. I see the, the barrage on TV, on advertisements, on their peers, the way they keep each other in check. It's very interesting. But you also said the first client you trained was your wife. And I've met your wife, you know, very kind and beautiful woman uh, in shape, strong. How did that come about to where fitness went from something Phil did to something that the foster family did? And was it an easy transition? Because I always say, you know, children are going to follow your example, not your advice. And I do believe that goes for your spouses as well. Once you started making these healthier decisions, did the clan get on board with that? You know, is that an easy transition for you? That's a great question. So uh, when I started my hormone therapy and my T levels started to rise and my estrogen level started to fall, um, I'll never forget it. It was uh, summertime, you know, and starting to lose some weight and looking decent. And my wife looked at me and she said, that's just not fair. And I said, what's not fair? And she said that you're, I mean, that, you know, that your hormones are just, you're, you're so good. You know, my sex drive was up. I was feeling good about myself. Like, I guess it was that much of a shift in, in humanity in me that she wanted a piece of that. And she was getting uh, what's called hormone pellets at the time. Okay. And I said, okay, well, let's go get your levels checked and we'll see if we can go ahead and get you on a, a shot instead of the pellets because she would go way up and then fall way off. She'd go way down on the hole. And um, so we had her levels checked and sure enough, she was in the tank. She was low, even being on the pellets, they weren't the right fit for her. And so we got her on the shot and her zest for life as well picked up. And 
but I will tell you that it was interesting. She, she felt cheated because I was kicking ass. Pardon my French. I was kicking butt. And um, she's like, I want a piece of that. So then she's like, okay, I, I want to start working out. I want to start training. And when I started training uh, my wife, she couldn't even do one pull-up. She'll get up there and belt out a set of 10 strict now. For anybody doubting it, I've seen it. <laughs> I have seen the video <laughs> evidence. <laughs> she, uh, it's, it's incredible. She just took a hold of it. And, and then now that's carried over to our daughter. Uh, our daughter's 16 and a half. And, and, you know, when she goes to her mother's house, it's pretty much uh, a poor diet or, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we make the best of the situation. But when she's home, she goes to the gym every day by herself. She goes and trains. And then occasionally I train her as well. Um, but she is, she has picked up that bug as well of wanting to go to the gym and work and it's, it's changed her life as well. And she's realized, you know, through that training that, you know, that affords her, uh, certain aspects that most of her peers do not have. And that's a self-belief. It's a belief that, Hey, I can do something. If I put my mind to it, I can do hard things and conquer it. And through that training, we all do it now. And we're just going nowhere but up. No, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's honestly the greatest gift you can give a child. The greatest gift a parent can give the child is that, that fire for life to go out there and just make life what it is they want it to be. Yeah. You know, obviously, as, as parents, you want the best for your kids. But people think that they want to give their kids the best life. And that's not the case. You want the best for your kids. You've got to give your kids the best tools to use to build the life they want. You know, yeah. you can't give them the life. There's a big difference there. And I, I hope parents listening understand that. You know, so before we shift off uh, hormones and go to training and some nutrition, I, I want to bring this a little bit full circle. When I, well, you reached out and you gave me a kick in the ass. We'll, we'll call it that. We gave me some motivation. We started working together and I was like, all right, dude, I want this. You know, and you, you kind of, all right, we'll see, you know, threw some things my way. And I was like, no, I want this. Like I, I'm in, we went through the hormone panel or we went through the hormone. I got that tested. I checked it out. And I remember messaging you. I was freaking out. Like not only were my testosterone levels not optimal, but it's several, I think it was cholesterol. There are a few other things on my panel that just weren't, they, they really surprised me. And I was like, dude, like, am I, is this genetic? Am I broken? Did I fuck myself up? I was trying not to swear. All right. Uh, did I jack myself up beyond all you know recognition? And I'm not gonna be able to turn this right this ship. That voice in my head, I think a lot of men are going to have, I think they're going to be embarrassed to come to you or embarrassed to bring it up to you because they think they've done the damage. So I would like to use my panel as somewhat of an example. And we could talk about the way you explained it with testosterone being the, the master switch. Because I've, we'll get into my experience in a second, but when men come to you, you know, and they share their panel, how does testosterone affect the rest of it? How do you know your, all the other levels in your body, testosterone is overlooked, but that's probably the greatest one you need to focus on. Absolutely. It is the absolute key. It is the light. It is the engine that powers you as a human being. If you're a male and even female. Believe it or not, females take uh, testosterone and convert it to estrogen. Estrogen is the fuel or the light or the power that fuels their machine. It is so important. Um, 
if your hormone levels are off, you have no drive, you have no will, you cannot, your body just doesn't operate optimally. So certain organs will function poorly. So you had a little bit of an issue with some cholesterol, you know, once you start on your TRT and you start a little bit of exercise and uh, shifting your mindset into a better nutrition plan, it cor- it's going to correct itself. A lot of people, they think, oh man, I'm in bad shape. Let me tell you something. I was pre-diabetic. My A1C was like over 4.0. Now it's what, is that, like, what does that mean? Okay. So if I'm not, if I'm not quoting it wrong, I think it's over 1.9. You're like pre-diabetic. So and you were at four, you were double. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit. So the higher the number goes and, and your A1C is basically a marker for like heart disease, like heart attack, diabetes, you know, heart related death, sick. And um, now it's less than 0.5. So it's completely reversible. Now, obviously there's some genetic outliers out there that folks are struggling uh, through genetics that they might have an issue with cholesterol. And that's where I would caution them to definitely speak with their specialist or general practitioner and be referred to a specialist for situations that are genetic. But for the mass group of human beings on this planet, everything is reversible through hormone optimization, nutrition, and exercise. I am a firm believer in that today. And um, if you are lacking in one area of your hormones, it's like, it's like, it's like having a broken chain. You can't pull anything. You can't do anything. It's broke. The system is broke. You got to fix it. The way, so you use the chain, the way I've explained it to a few people is it's like, you have like a go-kart engine in the truck and you're trying to tow a boat. Like, (laughs) like you have the engine, you do have the parts but you don't have as much as you need. So for myself, I looked good in clothes. And this is, I've shared, this is probably the biggest detriment is in clothes, I looked squared away. Like I can wear the button up shirt, I can wear this stuff. But there were little indicators you could see. First off, my mindset wasn't there. You know, next, there it was it was puffy. It was like a puffy look, you know, or soft. I think that your, your term soft, I call it puffy, whatever, <laughs> you know. And I think there are men in there who are, not quite skinny fat, but they don't think that like, well, there's nothing wrong with me because I'm not there yet. But that's like saying I shouldn't start a budget today because I'm not living under a bridge yet. Like you don't have to wait until you're literally looking at, should I live another day while you're driving to the job that you hate? And you're like, that pole's nice. Maybe you should take a right into it. You don't have to get to that level where you're that down. You know, you can, you can pull up before you crash is basically what I'm saying. Absolutely. So for those men, what is... What is the confidentiality protocol and is just hormone monitoring or assessing? Is that something you offer? Is that a new thing you're bringing to the table as well? Absolutely. So one of the things I will be doing with gentlemen and ladies, if, if ladies reach out to me is um, I'll refer you to, uh, to a, to a service. And basically the services we do all our through mail order. Okay. So we're telemed and what happens is we do an intake form for you and then they reach out to you and they set up a, a lab to where you can go give, do a blood draw and you go fasted and then the lab submits your information to the PA or the doctor. 
and then they review it and then they do a telecall with you, which is basically a phone call, and they discuss your labs with you and talk about your hormones. It's a full lipid panel. Um, We can do metabolic panels. We can do anything. We can literally test anything and everything in your blood if you want it. But a basic panel is like 125 bucks. Totally worth it to see where you're at in this world. If not for your hormones, if you've never had your blood levels checked and you're in your 20s, I suggest you do it. Especially if you like fast food, you might be surprised at what you see. Um, <clears throat> so once that's discussed, the protocol is handed out to you. And basically, hey, if you start with this protocol, so much testosterone or TRT, or maybe you don't need TRT, maybe we can get your levels up in a more conservative approach, like doing some HCG and uh, an aromatase inhibitor, which is an AI blocker, which reduces estrogen in your system. Um, there's all different aspects of optimizing your hormones without just doing testosterone. Um, and it's super easy. So I think if you were interested in doing that, or if you think in the back of your mind, we all know inherently if something is not right, we just choose to ignore it because we're busy working or we're busy at the soccer field or we're busy with the wife or we got company or we got to mow the lawn. We do other things and we are so distracted but in the back of our minds, minds, we really do know that something is not right. You know what I'm talking about? That sense of, man, it's just something's off. And I say, don't ignore that voice. I say, what's, what's the worst that can happen? You find out exactly where you're at and we go from there. It's so easy. You know, it is so easy for people to, they view altruism as like their God. I'll put everybody ahead of myself. How many mothers will say, oh, the kids come first and we'll take care of them. And, you know, she never takes time to like get herself done up or anything because it's always about somebody else and she doesn't get that moment. Or how many men are driving around in these, these beater cars because they're going to pay for the wife's new car and the kid's new car and everybody else's new car. Let's put them first because that's what good people do. Good men, good women, good parents, good individuals put their health as a priority because the only way you can help anybody else is if you're around to do so. The only way you can offer assistance is if you're physically and mentally capable of offering assistance, you know, and I know that it's easy. And this is, I love having experts on as guests because they go through this, this very in-depth, you know, uh, AIs and atomizers and inhibitors and HCG and in layman's terms for a guy like me, these are all things that can help you. (laughs) I don't know exactly what they are, but that's why you have the pros. You don't have to know what they are. You don't need to be the professional. And especially with Foster, you know, I know through Inside the Fraternity of Excellence, several men came together. We were talking to him about the programs he was offering, the training, uh, the hormones, all that. And several men had their, their levels taken, not because they thought they were an issue, but because they wanted to know where were they, just in case. And a lot of them were surprised to find out where they were. So you don't need to know what all these things mean. You need to know, are you worth and do you view your health worth investing in? You know, and it sounds like some crazy freaking like, like, a, like, oh, I would know if something was wrong. You know, it's like common sense, but you wouldn't, you know, like your voice would know something is up. I do agree with that, Phil, 100%. You know, there's a party like spider sense. It's like, I'm not the way it used to be, but you can swallow that down. But when you go and you take a panel and it tells you like, hey, here, here and here. You're like, man, I did not see that coming. 
you know, and it's, if we're doing things right in 2021, you know, if we're going forward in this year and we're going to make it better than 2020, we're sort of going to have to become our own advocates. No doctor's coming to save you. You've got to become an advocate for yourself. You've got to speak up. And if it's a hundred bucks or 120 bucks, whatever it was to get your panels done and to get yourself knowing where you're at, that could be the greatest investment of your entire life. It doesn't mean you're going to go in the training program. It doesn't mean you're going to go in the nutrition program. It means, you know, once you know, you can make an informed decision, just like in any military operation. Yeah. That's the big thing is the blood is like giving you a blueprint to the path to figuring out the best, best options for you to become a success. Really? And if you don't have your health, what do you have? I mean, so many people walk this planet, they're walking this planet right now, miserable, and they don't have to be. There's so much available to us now than there ever was before. The thing is, is people choose, and, and I've had guys that they'll get their levels checked and their levels will be low and they're like, oh, well, I'm going to try and raise it naturally. Now, there's some folks that might be able to do that, like the guy that's over 45 years old, for instance, when his level's like 300 and he says, well, I'm going to try and raise it naturally. I'm like, well, good luck. Call me when, when you go through that process, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> I'll Versus be here it, waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'll be here. I'll, I'll, I'll be waiting on you. Versus another gent that might be 21 that it's, it's, it's got poor nutrition, poor environment. And he's like, Hey, I'm going to work on these certain aspects of my life and try and raise it on my own first. And I say, you know, if you do that now, you could correct it and mitigate some of the damage you've already done. Because really, um, the human body is resilient. It will bounce back, but it'll only bounce so far. And <clears throat> a lot of people still live in denial with this. Oh, well, this can't be the end-all, be-all. And it's not. It's just a key to give you a pathway to be a better human being. Because it all starts with you, right? Right. It all starts with you. And I think that if people would just get their levels checked, get their get get a full get a full panel and see what happens, what's going on inside of you. I mean, I'll be honest with you, before before Jessica, I hadn't had my levels checked in 10 years. And when she came back, she goes, Yeah, dude, you're in the toilet. And I'm guess okay, that's probably why I can't stay awake at four o'clock in the afternoon. There's a lot of brain fog there. <laughs> it's you know it's, to hear that though, you know, it's become so normal. <laughs> that's yeah. that's also another a problem with this, you know, is it has become normalized that you're supposed to feel like crap. And honestly, when I, I did my levels, like I said, my cholesterol is a little jacked up. I my testosterone was was low. It was like four ten. I want to say very low fours. My free tea was very low. I want to say like 10. Like I'm like, these are real numbers. These are not like made up shit. Like this is what was inside my body. And I got on the program. I got on the training. I, I got on the nutrition. I got on things that would bring me to newer heights. And it has been, I forgot what it felt like to feel good. That's sad. That's a very, like now that I'm sort of like going through and analyzing myself, it is sad to realize how much you accepted feeling like crap or feeling tired, you know, unmotivated or not energized. And it, for somebody like myself, who's a very like, like animated, energized person, 
like, holy fuck, I'm like ready to flip mountains over now, you know, but I, but I had lost that. I forgot what that was like. You know, you, you sort of become desensitized to the pain and you're like, no, this is just normal operating procedures. Like this is how life is. And then you get like that shot of the elixir, you know, and you're like, oh, you can feel good. Well, that shot, that magic thing that everybody's like, oh, it's one little pill and you're good. Like, no, it's a regimen. It's a protocol and you're offering it. So it, it, it blows my mind how many people it's like, you want to hand them, here's your answer to feeling better and happier and more motivated men and women. You know, this is it. And they're like, ah, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> it's not that there's nothing wrong with you. You forgot that there's better than what you have. So I certainly hope people will take at least at the bare minimum reaching out to you to get their hormone panel done and get some blood taken and just find out. I can't stress this enough. Find out where you are. I'm a better husband, father, dad, coach, fucking man, leading fraternity of excellence, like all these things. I'm light years from where I was in 2019. I had my best 2020 and 2021 is going to be ridiculous, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's one of those things where if you had told me in 2019, I was jacked up. I'd be like, no way. I'm on my game. I'm masculine. I'm a leader. And now I'm like, oh my God, I was, I was blind, but I guess, you know, they need to fill foster in life. And that's what I hope this podcast brings to them. I hope people hear this and they're like, if nothing else, I'll check this dude out. You know, let me DM him or whatever. Let's get the panel. So before, actually, before we go to training and whatnot, uh, if somebody does want to reach out about getting their hormones done or connecting with you to connect with the, the company you go through, how would they go about doing that? What's the best way? Well, uh, currently my, my website's under construction that we're doing some maintenance and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, I think later on, later on down the road, once that's all wrapped up, we can, I'm sure you'll put that in the comments or however you're going to do that. But currently you can reach me at, um, through Twitter at, uh, Phil Foster underscore that's P H I L F O S T E R underscore. And the same with uh, Instagram as well. You can reach me at the same handle. Or I'm just on uh, Facebook as Phil Foster. I will and, have uh, links to all those below. So if you're listening and you want to kind of bookmark that, click the link, get it started. We're going to dive into some more discussion. Now, Phil. Yo. Taking uh, testosterone, taking tea by itself isn't going to fix things. I, it actually might fix things, but that's not the whole solution, is it? There's more no. to it than just supplementing. So let's say you got your client. They come to you. Hey, here are my levels. I'm ready to dial myself in. I, I want to unfat myself. You know, I want to look better naked. I want to be more attractive to my spouse. I want to just start bringing back, you know, that, that, that vigor I once had physically and mentally. What do you respond to that? How do you break that down? How do you come up with a program? You know, what's, what's that process look like? So if you're interested in something like that, basically how that would look is, we do something like kind of like we're doing right now, but we'd zoom if you didn't live local to me. Um, and we just kind of go through your nutrition and what you're eating right now. And do you exercise? What kind of experience do you have exercising? If you don't have any, that's perfectly fine as well. Um, and what I do is I, I offer different tiers. So uh, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or group, group training, or I can just offer programs as well. Um, for people that are interested in one-on-one -on -one training and uh, hormone guidance and, and nutritional guidance, what I do is I put together a tailored or custom program for you. And I've seen very good success with people of all ages uh, with the tailored programs. And how that looks is we go through and we dial in your nutrition. 
and I calculate what you're, what you should use as far as, you know, protein, fat, and carbohydrate intake throughout the day. Um, and then we combine that with a training protocol and training protocol can go anywhere from, um, you can do an eight week all the way up to like a year if you wanted to. Uh, and these protocols, uh, what they do is they, they build on top of each other. So as you progress in, with the weights, you know, the exercises and training regime will uh, progress as well. It's the same with your nutrition. Um, a lot of folks that are overweight or they might be carrying a few extra pounds, it's not necessarily that they're fat. It's that they could just be insulin resistant. Okay. And what happens is, is as uh, they eat certain foods that are high in carbohydrate, high in fat at the wrong times of day, um, <clears throat> Over and over, your body starts saying, okay, I'm going to start storing energy instead of fueling my muscles. And so they start gaining weight. And so we just trick the body. I call it tricking. And that's basically what we're doing. We're basically retraining your body to utilize food in the appropriate manner, not to get too scientific, but it's about how and when you eat certain foods to optimize your body nutritionally based on your training. And uh, with the one-on-one -on -one training, I'm with you. I'm accessible. Hey, I got questions. I got answers. Um, and, uh, with your reps and your splits, basically all the rep protocols, like so many sets, so many reps of certain exercises are completely laid out for you 100%. And um, the big thing for me is I'm, I, I like to approach this in a more conservative manner. You'll see a lot of gentlemen and ladies out there. They're like, Oh yeah, you know, let's, let's deadlift like 600 pounds or whatever, you know, to get your attention. And it's not about just how much you can deadlift or how much you can bench press. It's what kind of physicality do you have? And where's your physicality now? And where can we take it over the next say month, three months, nine months, a year? Let's, let's think long-term. Where do you want to be in 10 years? Where do you see your physicality when you're, if you're a 20 year old gent, where do you see your physicality at 30? What do you want? What level are you wanting to play at? Are you wanting to go all the way to the stage? Cause we can put you on the stage as well. Especially if this virus thing ever lifts, <laughs> they kind of put a damper in that this year. You know, they had the Olympia, which was really nice. Thank God for Florida. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and they can compete and, um, but the uh, it's whatever level folks need to play at. And I understand that there's all different levels of people. I don't care if you are 300 pounds overweight, I would work with you and help you. And what I mean by help you is you're going to do the work. I'm just going to give you the keys to be a success in the work you do to see the, the fruits of your labor. If you're, if you're a stay at home mom and you picked up a few extra holiday pounds, it doesn't matter. We can figure it out together. Um, or if you're a guy that just wants to pack on some lean mass, you already have it going on and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm looking to gain another 10 to 15 pounds of lean mass before summer. All of these things can be achieved through nutrition, hormone optimization and training. All of it. Yeah, that's one of the bigger things that I see with people is they're intimidated. There's just, there's just that, that hurdle of it's, it's easier to go to like planet fitness, 
pay your 10 bucks a month and you can kind of hide in the corner or the YMCA, you know what, like these bigger box gyms, you know, these people go there because they know they want to take a step in the right direction. There's a part of them that is calling for that, but they're, they're nervous to be judged. They're nervous for someone to say the thing they know, like, yes, you are overweight. Yes, you are weak. You know, there are men and women in that category. And I can't stress enough, you know, I, when I came to you, there were a lot of uh, exercises in the, the program that I didn't know. And I was like, Hey dude, like, I don't know how to do this. You immediately, Hey, here's a video and here's a, something else you can watch. Right? And here's where it, and why it works. Check that out. You know, there's, you would ask me like, what's the goal? And I was talking about, you know, wanting to dial my health in, but also get, get a leaner body. And I, I think I sent you a few photos as to kind of the type I was looking at, but it's not just for bodybuilders. Like the, I didn't come saying I want to be on the stage later down the road. Maybe, I don't know. You know, maybe I'll take a new challenge. But for right now, you know, that's not my goal. And I hope people really listened when you said whether you're a mother, just you stay at home and take care of the kids, or you're a dad and you're looking to compete in whatever, or you're you're just anybody who's at a point where you want to be more than you are. And by more, I don't mean literally more. Maybe you want to be less. Maybe you want to be less than you are when it comes to weight. But that body inside you, that persona, that true you, well, that will grow as you lose the weight because that confidence will come back yeah. the, the competence, the pride there's, there's nothing. So I, I see some of the men you work with in FOE and when they come back and they're trying new things, you know, I see the pride like beaming from the way they speak. And it's like, man, like I wish I could just capture this and show the world because look at how good you can feel. And it doesn't mean you're there yet. You know, maybe you have some ways to go, but you feel good because you're on that path finally. And I think, you know, especially for anybody listening to this, if you're in the boat of you're kind of going through the routine, you're not getting closer to your goal, you're sort of burning yourself out and you're like, well, this is just me. It's because of old age, you know, that's why I'm heavier or because I'm married. That's why I'm, it's okay to have this extra weight. And I, I guarantee, you know, if you were to uh, work with Phil or dial yourself in or just reach out and like I say, get the, the hormones checked, you'll find there's so much more to life and so many more heights that you can reach. It's ridiculous. But you got to stop telling yourself you're just a mom, just a dad, or just a freaking nine to fiver. You know, like you're so much more than that, but you got to give yourself permission to execute it. I agree with you 100%. And hey, I've been there. This is nothing new. I've been down that road. You know, I threw my physicality out the window and I've had to work really hard to get it back. And I try to tell, I try to tell folks all the time, you know, this the situation that you're in physically right now didn't just happen overnight. It's a repetitive thing. And we need to reverse that. And we reverse that by changing your attitude with food and how you feel about food. And through exercise, you mentioned that people go to planet fitness. There's nothing wrong with planet fitness. Hey, I love planet fitness. I need that stair mill, man. Hey, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I mean, I go to a box gym and I also go to a bodybuilding gym, but I go to a box gym and it's interesting is I see a lot of folks in that box gym, like they want to approach me and, and, you know, I give them the, Hey, how are you today or whatever, but they're working out and they really don't know. And they don't know, so to speak, how to, do a certain thing or they've I've been watching them work out for several weeks or months and I don't see any physical change that tells me that certain aspects aren't being met. So we've all heard it before. You can't out train a bad diet, right? Let's face it, you know, Christmas time, you know, Hey, I, I love some cookies, man. 
I love some pies. I love some rolls. There's nothing wrong with eating these things, but it's when you eat them all the time. So if you're currently exercising or training and your nutrition isn't on point, you're not going to see what you are trying to achieve. The big thing is, is trying to figure that out. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people that are out there training do a what's called cookie cutter program. Oh, we'll eat these macros, do this in training, and you're going to be fine. That's not the case because each and every human being that walks this planet, it's kind of like we all have our own fingerprint. We all have our own kind of body types. Our bodies respond differently to different foods. Um, we did a group thing, uh, you and Zach and what two other gentlemen last year and everybody was on a different situation. Their protocols for training and nutrition were different. And once I figured out where you guys needed to be, Hey, dodge in. And that's the whole key to the name. The whole name of the game is getting your nutrition down and then supplementing with training but the first thing you need to do is make sure your hormones are on point because if your hormones are off, you can eat all the right foods. You aren't going to burn the fat. You're going to probably stay. You might lose a few pounds or you could gain a few pounds. And it's the same thing with training. If your hormones are off and you're lifting weights and you're exercising, you're like, well, why are I not seeing any progress with this? It's because your body doesn't have that fuel to build the muscle, especially in men, especially in middle-aged men, men from the age of, I'd say like 29 to 50, they go to the gym day in, day out, grind, 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 and they have no success in the gym. They don't see any kind of change in the mirror. And that's because their their hormones are off. It's incredible to me. I'm glad you brought that up. That was one of the things I was going to say is if you went through the motions and he really committed in 2020, but nothing changed, something you're doing isn't working. And instead of, again, doubling down on something that doesn't work, let's try something new. I'm also really glad you brought up nutrition. You know, I I had a very weird relationship with food. You know, I got to the point, so fasting became the thing, you know, and I had some success with fasting. So I was like, all right, that's, that's the way to live forever. And when I, we started working together, you know, you reintroduced me to food and it's weird, but I didn't know how to eat. <laughs> and I know that's like, I get how that sounds. I fully understand how weird that sounds, but I had not been eating breakfast for so long, not eating lunch, maybe binging the snack, not eating dinner, but then binging at night that my, my routine of eating was so jacked up that when we started working together, it was weird for me to eat food. Yet I ate more than I'd ever eaten. I, I rebuilt my entire relationship with food. And I lost more weight than I'd ever lost in a short amount of time. It blew my mind. And I'm not, this is not some like QVC, you know, check out this amazing diamond ring, but it's actually like cubic zirconia. Like this shit's real. I was eating food like all day. I was, I was having some egg whites and then I was having some chicken, some, some broccoli. Like I was eating throughout the day and the scale was just dropping and dropping and dropping. My waist was dropping and dropping. My, my new veins were showing up. It was insane to me. I was like, I've never been so full. And Jackie's like, what do you do? Like, I've never seen you eat so much and you look great. And I was like, I don't know, man, it's Phil. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it, the fasting for folks. It's interesting you brought up fasting. We've all instant fasted. And, 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 you know, that is one strategy that you can use, especially if you are 
if you're carrying some extra weight, you know, or you do have a poor relationship with food and you need timing windows to control your eating habits. But I would say a lot of the eating habits and a lot of the um, issues people have with food is emotional based, you know, or they eat out of what's called boredom, you know, and I would say, I would caution you that, you know, if you're training and you get your nutrition going on, I wouldn't fast, you know, because uh, there's no necessary, there's no need for that. You know, people, it's kind of like you guys, when we did the group thing last year, everybody ate more than they were accustomed to eating ever. They were having a hard time getting the food down. And that's because, you know, we had to feed you to get you to understand that it's not the food it's what kind of foods and when you're eating it. Once you figure that out and you go, okay, so I can eat these foods and exercise and this is going to happen. I, I'm going to lose weight. People generally go, well, wait a minute here. How is that even possible? Carbs are bad. No, they aren't. Carbs are your friend. There's so many people out there that say, oh, carbohydrates, it's the end of the world. If you eat a carb, no, it's not. <laughs> carnivore or keto is one of the worst ways to build muscle muscle. I'm just going to say it. There it is. I'm going to stand by that. And to the end of time, you know how much hate mail I'm about to get. Thanks, I, I, apologize to, I apologize. <laughs> to, I apologize for that. And I will say that um, it's like doing it on hard mode. You know, everybody's played a video game and if you play it on easy mode, that's eating carbs with your training. Hard mode is, keto or high fat and high, high meat content and no carbs, you have a, you struggle, your body will struggle to be optimized. It's kind of like building a house. Okay. You have all the bricks there. Everybody's there ready to work, but they don't have any energy. The carbohydrates provide the energy for your food, uh, for your body to build unique carbohydrates it's what kind of carbs? There's a big difference between that piece of cake mama baked and a sweet potato. There's a big difference between those cookies or those pot tarts and say some vegetables. And once people change that relationship with that, with food and they understand, okay, not all carbs are bad. And when I eat these certain foods, my body reacts in a certain way then the light kind of goes off and it's like, yes. And then it's like, becomes like, it comes up, becomes a lifestyle. You understand that it's not necessarily food. It's what and when you eat. It's in, because of my job, I'm introduced to certain like traits of people. And as I'm listening to you talking about, you know, uh, when to eat and how to eat, but also the labels fasting. I'm an intermittent faster carnivore. I'm a, I'm, I eat carnivore, keto, I'm keto. We have so many labels that I think it becomes a part of people's identities. Have you found through your training and whatnot that this is, it's almost like life coaching as much as it is nutrition and training because these people are, their identities are interwoven with their food, with their workouts. I'm a P90Xer. Well, yeah, but I need you to do some squats, you know, not some sprints. <laughs> like you got to not be a P90Xer. Well, that's my, well, what about, who am I if I'm not that one thing? Do you find yourself in that position a lot? I absolutely do. There's a lot of zealotry when it comes to health and fitness, unfortunately. Um, everybody is right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. In my way, it's the best way. And it's really not necessarily about that. You know, 
some people that may be super insulin uh, resistant, they do better on a keto diet, but that's only going to take them so far. You know, you're only going to reach X potential with your zealotry. You need to be open to see what happens with your body. I mean, because let's face it, you know, between uh, hormones, training and nutrition, it's like a science experiment almost. We're seeing exactly how your body reacts and how we can optimize your body to where it functions and operates at its best. Because let's tell you, let me tell you something. We weren't designed to carry 50 extra pounds around our middle. Women weren't designed to carry 50 extra pounds around their, their legs and their, their booty. <laughs> now, we were designed to be lean and muscular. That's what we were created for. We're, we're strong as, as, as a species, but we've weakened ourselves in our current society through food and environment. You know, and that's and that's the sad part about it. A lot of people, they don't want to go through the, the growing pains of understanding how to um, learn to exercise properly for their body or eat properly for their body. It's painful, especially when we are so ingrained on what we what we have been doing. Like every every year for the last 10 years, Joe Blow has been getting up in the morning and having, you know, uh, pancakes and toast, uh, pancakes and bacon for breakfast. Well, yeah, you're pre-diabetic, dude. Look what you're putting in your body. You know, uh, when you start changing those behaviors, though, and those relationships with food and understanding that, um, yes, it's hard at first, but that's what I'm there for. I'm there for you. I'm not just going to say, okay, this is what you need to do, and then see you later. Especially on the one-on-one stuff, I'll, you'll have my phone number. Hey, this is what I'm going through right now. Well, let's go through that together. Let me help you understand that together. And you'd brought up, you know, that people were kind of self-conscious when they go to the gym or shy or whatever like that when they went to plan. I can't remember the specific word you used. They were, would you say apprehensive? No. Yes. It's, no, that's no, a good word. But they are, they, they, they really are, you know, they don't want to be viewed in that light. They don't want to be, yeah. nobody wants to be a failure or mocked. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you are improving yourself through training or nutrition, even if you're doing it on your own, I'm already proud of you. Good for you. It's important to have self-worth. If you don't have self-worth, you don't have anything. And a lot of folks that they go, you know, and, and, and we all see them in the gyms, they struggle And sometimes, you know, I'll say, hey, well, why don't you try it this way? And, well, you know, I'm just getting back into the gym and I've been out of the gym for six months. And it's like, well, that's cool that you've been out of the gym, but I'm so glad to see you here today, man. You're kicking ass. And he might not be kicking ass, but I tell him he's kicking ass or I tell her she's kicking ass. And it's like you can see that that light come on inside of them. They're like, yes. You know, somebody acknowledged that I'm working hard and that probably changes the rest of their day for them. You know, and that's, that's what it's all about is changing things for the better and becoming more positive. You know, that's my, one of my big goals for 2021 Zach is to be a more positive influence and a more positive person than I generally am. Cause I can be pretty pessimistic about a lot of things. And, um, I'm going to try and feed or water as many people as I can in 2021 to become better versions of themselves. 
It's one of my goals. Yeah, that's a solid goal. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's a necessary goal. There's a reason I wanted this to happen now. This, this is day one of 2021, you know, and I hope those listening understand that it's, it's not about trying to be perceived or viewed as successful or being viewed as healthy. It's about actually being those things. It's about actually being, and I, I live in a world of content creators and, and social media gurus. And I'm telling you right now, my, my flaws and features alike are on display. And, and you're going to watch me go through this year. And I would love to watch us go through this year. And you're not going to see me putting on these perfect photos from three years ago where I looked freaking in 2018 when I was jacked. I, was, I had the six-pack form and everything was great. You're not going to see that. You're going to see today. You're going to see me now. You're going to see what I'm doing to grow to make myself better. We don't have to be in your final form. You just have to be working towards it. You know, it's, it's you know, Jackie has a great saying is, you know, for people that are working out, but they're bigger you know, dress for the body you have while you're working for the body you want, you know, so own who you are now. Like, that's awesome that you used to be a bodybuilder. And then in 2020, you became, you know, obese and type two own that that's who you are, but let's work to make you better. And then like you're saying, you know, congratulations, you're kicking ass, you know, but we need to stop saying, Oh, everything's okay. Like it's okay that it's not okay, but let's fix it. You know, let's reach out, get the panels done. If nothing else, if literally nothing else, make sure you know where you're at, you know, but Phil, I mean, I think that's an excellent example. I think that's a great tone to set for the year that's coming. You know, there's a lot going on and for you to, I mean, this is a, you have successful businesses, multiple, but you're starting, this is, you're launching this now. This thing's going into the world. The site's being built as we speak, you know, the, the content, the creation, all that's going to be coming out this year. And people can really get in on the beginning. And I, I guarantee you now, for anybody listening, the people who start out new things or go out in these ventures, walking the tightrope without the safety net, they never forget those who were there for them in the beginning. And right now you can get in at the beginning. And I won't be surprised if we have this conversation next year and you're like, hey, man, I am booked throughout 2023. <laughs> I can't, I need an assistance. I can't do all these clients. But it's, it's cool, man, to be there and to see this thing growing and to see your dream come into fruition. Because nightmares are dreams too, man. But you're making this one a good one. You're you're doing this, and I think it's going to change lives. I know it's changed mine. So I I'm beyond excited and happy for you to see where this goes. Yeah, that's you know, and I, I cannot thank you enough for that support, Zach. You know, and <clears throat> you know, I just like I said, you know, it's 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 a little nerve wracking for me, you know, because it's it's way out of my norm, but it's my passion. And I just love watching people grow as human beings and, and they realize it's kind of like when folks, they start hormone optimization and they, you know, they say, well, how long is it going to take till I'm going to start feeling difference? And I'm going to say, I always tell them, you know, give it, give it a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of treatments and you're going to start feeling like your light's going to go off inside of you kind of, and you're going to feel this difference. And then in about a month, you're going to go, man, I can't believe I went this long feeling like I did when this is the real me. So many people do not understand that through society and the comfort we are offered, whether it's Netflix, TV, whatever it is, we are so busy that we lose ourselves. 
And when they start hormone optimization and they start that therapy and that, that old self comes back, you've probably heard it before. You've probably heard middle-aged guys go, man, I feel like I'm 20 again. It's that zest for life. It's that drive, that pursuit. It's kind of like if you ever watched a National Geographic and have you ever seen a cheetah not chase an antelope? Men in America are cheetahs not chasing antelope. The guys on TV, they're the cheetahs chasing the antelopes right now on National Geographic. They're taking down the prey. They're doing what they need to do. And it's interesting to me to see guys go through that transition. And it's just like, it's like they wake up. It's almost it's almost nuclear, right? It's 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 crazy. <laughs> Dude, like I, I feel as though you're sharing and I say feel with the literal use of that term, like just hearing that, like the inside, I'm like, oh man, like you get me. Like that was me. <laughs> like and I remember we had a conversation. I was like, you know, I think it was my my first time going through with the supplements and whatnot. And I was like, So what what happens? And you're like, Oh, just give it some time, you know, to wake up. And it it took it took maybe two, three weeks for it to like really go. And I was like, what? <laughs> like everything's firing. I feel great. You know, like I got this energy and then I've been crushing it. And it's, as you're telling that story, man, I'm like, yo, I am chasing the antelope again. <laughs> I'm back out there in the plains. I'm no longer just watching them zip by hoping somebody comes to me, you know? So it's, it's cool to see. Now, one more time for those who want to get their panels done, for those who want to talk to you about getting on your nutrition and training program, picking your brain about if they're a good candidate, how can people best find you? They can find me through uh, Twitter. Um, I frequent Twitter quite a bit. It's uh, Phil Foster underscore. And they can find me through Instagram at Phil Foster underscore. I'm on uh, Facebook. And um, soon, once my website is finished, I'm hoping that you'll you'll take the time to throw it in the comments for me, but they'll be able to find me through your, through this podcast and the, the comments section, I'm sure as well. I just might do that. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, thank you for coming on. Thank you for kicking off this new year, right? This is an excellent discussion. I look forward to seeing everything on your end. Like I said, I'll be championing from the side because I'm living proof that it works. So Hey, cheers to a, a great 2021. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. And thank you for bringing this resource to the world. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the Family Alpha. And I wish all your listeners uh, the best of fortunes in 2021. And uh, just pursue all the things that you want to pursue. Don't let those things go by the wayside. Find that light inside of you and just be as, as strong as possible when you face any obstacle that you that's in front of you, just jump that obstacle and get back on your mission and do what you need to do as a human being. But most importantly, just have a great year. I'm looking so forward to 2021. Thanks, Zach. Yes, sir. For everybody tuning in, this is another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can join our private men's only community at thefraternityofexcellence.com. And don't forget to find Zach on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at ZachSmall underscore.